Hello baseball fans, welcome back to another edition of Throwback Sports Productions and Backyard Baseball 2001. I am your host, Michael Schultz, live and in Sunday afternoon primetime here from Lonsdale, Minnesota, along with my good buddy, brother, and co-host Ben Schultz from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. We are back at it again. We are four games left for the regular season, uh, this being game number 11 here. We've got quite the matchup for y'all today. Diamondbacks are the opponent. They are 7-3 going up against our undefeated Hornets, who came off a thrilling victory insofar as we have punched our ticket to the postseason and we are guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. But before we get to that, Ben, first of all, how the heck are you? And second of all, what are you looking for here from this game today? I'm doing really well, and I'm looking forward to, uh, as you say here, uh, the clash of pitching titans here, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Amanda Hellerman, Hellerman is a force to be reckoned with on the mound. It'll be interesting to see how she places her pitches and how she plays the infield game as far as who gets on base and when. Um, Randy Johnson is no stranger to that kind of pressure, so it'll be interesting to see how he responds to an equally um, adept adversary here. But uh, for now, I think those are all the thoughts I have for the pregame. Uh, we are at a different venue today. Um, what, yes. what, where are we, and uh, how can we go forward from here? Yep, so we are at Ekman Acres. Um, this is one of the larger dimensional fields. Um, that uh, that we come across here, uh, the largest of them, I believe, being Big City Field, which is going to be hosting the um, League Championship Series games, uh, If again, if we get that far, but that's the venue for there. This is, as far as I know, the second largest overall dimensional field area that we get to play, especially during the regular season, um, but for the entire season as a whole, including the postseason too. So, Things to keep a note of, there is that adorable little kiddie pool with the Loch Ness Monster floaty in, in left field over the <laughs> fence. Um, you can have baseballs go in there on the fly or on the bounce if you do a ground rule double if you get something that 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 fortunate. Otherwise, um, that's the only other pool that exists in a field that we know of so far. The other one, of course, being Steel Stadium with the big old in-ground pool in left field. But uh, yeah... Large field, lots of area to cover, a lot of work for the defensive side of things here for both teams, so keep an eye out for that. Diamondbacks have a very sharp infield, but not as good of an outfield. The Hornets have a pretty decent outfield and a respectable infield as well, so it's going to come down to defense and pitching this game. going to be defense for sure, keep the ball out of the outfield if you're the Diamondbacks, and if you're the Hornets, Randy Johnson, just do your thing, be dominant, and uh, get a couple runs here and there. That's all he's going to need. That's all he's ever needed this season. So those are my keys for the game. Ben, do you have any keys for it as well? And uh, if, if if so or if not, after that, we'll jump into the lineups and get things going. Um, not really keys, but more so an off-the-cuff remark about that Loch Ness Monster Kitty pool. Ten extra brownie points goes to whoever can sink a ball into that for a home run. We'll stay tuned for that. Most of our boys and girls are left-handed, so, or right-handed, so, uh, well, we'll see about that. But, um, yeah, that's about all I got for that. Um, ready to roll into the lineups. Alrighty. Uh, you want to go ahead and do the Road Hornets, and I'll do the home, um... Arizona Diamondbacks, and we will be off and running. Okay, so visiting Red Hornets at Ekman Acres. Batting first, Reese Worthington playing shortstop. Batting second, Pete Wheeler defending left field. Batting third, Chipper Jones playing third base. Batting fourth, Jose Canseco on first base. 
Batting 5th, Kenny the Blur Lofton in center field. Batting 6th and defending the pitcher's mound today, Randy Johnson. Batting 7th, Tony Del Vecchio in the catching spot. Batting 8th, Sally Dobbs playing right field. And rounding out the order, Ronnie Dobbs on second base, batting ninth. Alrighty, thank you, Benton. That's the uh, Road Hornets. Now for the home Diamondbacks. Uh, leading it off, Ricky Alexander Johnson in left field. Batting second behind the plate today is Judy Abuenza. Batting third and over at the hot corner is Barbara Jones on third base. Batting fourth and playing second base today is Isabel Morelli. In the fifth spot over there in right field is Karen Donato. Batting sixth and doing the pitching today is Amanda Hellerman. In the seventh slot over at first base is Jose Meisenheimer. Batting eighth and playing center field this afternoon is Omar Stefano. And rounding out the order, batting ninth and playing short is Laura Nunez. Those are your lineups. Those are your news and notes. Live here from Ekman Acres, Sunday, the 17th of January, 2021. Game number 11. Let's play some baseball. Really looking forward to this one. Yes, indeed. Reese Worthington huffs and puffs his way to the plate. Amanda Hellerman, lefty versus righty. Two left-handed pitchers here for this afternoon to start the day as Worthington swings and loops this one foul into the neighbor's garden. And that is a broken window right off the bat, quite literally. <laughs> Another one for the yearly count as that ball is fouled off as well. First one of the day here, and Ben, if you have it handy, what are our numbers for the season? Seasonally so far, so far we are up to 25, that one included. And Worthington whacks this one, just past the pitcher. This will get the shortstop thrown on a hop to first, and Worthington will beat the throw wow. to be safe. Well played. Alrighty, so an infield hit for him. The uh, throw by the... Um, Shortstop didn't have as much uh, mustard on it as they would have hoped, as the uh, exchange may have been a little bit late. That one is fouled off, and another broken window, so two for two. One from Worthington, one from Wheeler, and we have another one for the day. It's another one to the call, another call to the boys and girls of Anderson Windows of Colorado. Wheeler goes right back to the shortstop, fielded on a hop, out at second, throw to first, nope. So Wheeler safe on the uh, force out from Worthington at second, so one on, one away. Chipper Jones batting lefty against left-handed pitchers, as he always does. Ellerman throws one high and outside for ball one. Lara Nunez, uh, with a couple of clutch moments here, got the first or second out uh, the second time, but definitely wasn't able to um, throw as strong at first base. Here's Wheeler on his horse to second, and uh, they're going to throw to third, and he will be safe. Wow. Nice decision. <laughs> there you go. Manufacturing a scoring opportunity, perhaps, as he goes first to second. Chipper Jones trying to drive him in and returns that ball to sender right back up the right back up the field. Uh, center fielder gets a handle on it, flips over to short. Wheeler will stay at third, advancing on the hit and run. Chipper Jones safe at first base. And now two runners aboard and one away still for the big bat himself, Jose Canseco takes a steer right on the inside corner. Ben, it doesn't matter how big or small your field is, this guy can hit and he's always ready. Oh yeah, I think he was born ready, to be honest with you. There goes Jones off towards second. The throw goes in toward the pitcher. Flips over to third to keep Wheeler there, so double play has been nullified here. 
Jones on second with the stolen base. Canseco takes just outside for ball one. Normally, if any other batter were in one ball, his two position, strikes. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, one ball, two strikes here, as the next one is low for ball two. Go ahead. I was going to say, um, like normally with any other batter in his position, um, I would say they're at a risk. But uh, with two strikes and now only two balls here, Canseco can pick his pitches here. He does as he hits this one just underneath the uh, outstretched glove of the center fielder. They throw it a third to get Jones, and he will be tagged out. But the runner will score. That is Wheeler. So a run manufactured. Uh, fielder's choice. Uh, outfield assist there out at third is Jones. But a run comes in. Now two away. And here is Kenny Lofton. Swings and fouls that one. And another broken window. Three for the day. And what are we up to now? I lost track all of a sudden. 27. All right, three more and we hit 30. Three more and we have a midlife crisis. <laughs> Lofton grounds out. Uh, first baseman flips over to the shortstop covering second, so out there, but one run on four hits, no errors. And Randy Johnson pitching against his former team. Starts it off against Ricky Johnson. The pitch is swung on and grounded. Between the pitcher and first baseman, Canseco fields it, walks over to first base, and tags him out one away. Steps on the bag. Now here's Judy Abunza. Behind the plate here for the afternoon to start. Swung on and dribbled weakly toward Johnson. He fields it, flips to first, and Abunza beats out the throw. So an infield single by the catcher there. And so now Barbara Jones at the plate looking to pull this ball to left field. And try and advance the runner. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed. There goes the runner. There goes the throw from Del Vecchio. It's a good one. She slides in and she is safe. So a stolen base. They are playing for keeps so far today, Ben. It's a very wow. good strategy. I think they saw what Pete Wheeler had to dish out and go, Oh, oh we can do that too. Oh, I'll see your stolen base. Fouled. And that is a broken window as well. Oh my goodness, we're up to four today. It's not wow. even the end of the first inning. This is this is new territory for us, ladies and gentlemen. The pitch from Johnson swung on and missed. Two away now. Runner at second on the stolen base from earlier. So here is Isabel Morelli. 366 average. As the Diamondbacks are looking to tie up this game at the very least. Very early goings here in the game. one nothing Hornets. No need to get excited quite yet. We have a long way to go. See what happens. The 0-1 swung and fouled strike two. Johnson looking to finish things off in style here. The 0-2 pitch. Fastball got her on the outside corner. Like a Picasso painting. Yes. <laughs> Deftly touches the corner. And as as Picasso did, Randy Johnson also left a good impression. A Art jokes. Be here all week, ladies and gentlemen, whether you like it or not. Swung on and fouled. Strike one. So Johnson goes from the mound to the plate. Base is empty, top of the second. Amanda Hellerman, 15 pitches, one run, four hits, no walks, no strikeouts, no errors. So it's grounded left of the mound. Hellerman fields it, flips the first, and there's one away. So Very now good. Del Vecchio 
pondering his double clutch, missing the opportunity to throw the runner out at second back in the first inning. But that's all right. One ball, no strikes. The pitch from Hellerman is just in there for strike one on the bottom left-hand side of the strike zone. So, Ben, if you're the Diamondbacks, how are you feeling with the start of this game? You know you've got a, you got a runner to second base already. As that ball is fouled away again, one and two. Do you think that your team has the offensive prowess to keep up with the Hornets, or do you think it's going to be up to the defense and pitching to do most, if not all, of the work? I'm going to slant towards the defense and pitching side of the spectrum. Um, we've... We know we've all, we've all know what the Hornets can do with a strong bat in their hands and swift runners below their feet. So I think mm-hmm. the key there is keeping that at bay um, and not focusing so much on offense because um, uh, sometimes, as, as you've heard the cliche, I'll say it again: the best uh, offense is a good defense. Tony D will dribble this in front of the plate and he walks towards first base and he's thrown out with a mile to go. Two out now for Sally Dobbs playing right field. So, Mike, yeah, I think defense will be the key here uh, for the Diamondbacks if they have a hope to get under the skin of the Hornets, or the under the exoskeleton, I should say, of the Hornets, and uh, hopefully yes. clinch a victory here. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. So, Hellerman now facing Dobbs with the bases empty or, and two outs. Ball is driven toward right field. Fielded by the right fielder, throws over to first, and Dobbs is out. So, a clean inning from Hellerman. That's what I'm talking about. To, yes, indeed. As we go to the bottom of the second, Karen Donato at the plate, and Randy Johnson back to work. Eight pitches, two strikeouts, no walks, one hit. No errors thus far. Steve, you're like one call. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot of tension in this game so far. Both sides seem relaxed. Both sides seem loose. You play your best when you're relaxed. Yes, indeed. We'll see how things transpire here as Johnson fields that ground ball, throws to Canseco at first, and there is out number one. Pitcher against pitcher now as Hellerman faces Johnson. The pitch from Randy. Strike one in there. Good changeup. Hellerman trying to do something with the bat here. Doing a decent job on the mound so far. Trailing one nothing, but nothing too terrible. Swung on and fouled again, strike two. Very wide strike zone here from Hellerman. The 0-2 pitch. Johnson definitely has his options here. He does, but he goes with his favorite, the fastball down and away. Swing and a miss from Hellerman, and their strikeout number three. And out number two is Jose Meisenheimer at the plate. We have reached all... Or most, not all nine batters. We've reached a good chunk of them. Now, Meisenheimer number seven. So yet a couple yet to go. Omar Stefano and Laura Nunez yet to... Or Laura Nunez yet to bat. Swing through strike two here. It was Meisenheimer. Uh, nobody on and two outs. So we're in the bottom of number two of the innings. Diamondbacks trail 1-0 behind the Hornets at Ekman Acres. Outside and just outside for ball one. Randy Johnson paid a little too close attention to that distracting dandelion there. Left hook, upper left corner. 
And got him swinging at least. This one's doinked up towards Ronnie Dobbs. And uh, Edwards and Williamson collide, and the catch is blown. It makes sense of it. Randy covers first, and he will catch the ball for out number three. So, a comedy of errors out in left field, right field today. Yep, a little bit there. Kind of confusion as to who's got it, I got it, you got it, nobody got it. And then Canseco wound up with it anyway and makes the play to Johnson covering first base from the pitching spot as Dobbs dribbles this one in toward the Bermuda Triangle. <clears throat> Throws the first and gets Ronnie Dobbs by a step and a half, maybe two. So one away. Hellerman with some easy contact to deal with so far. Since that first inning, as this one has popped up, foul, strike one. Worthington singled, but did not score back in the first inning. Made a good effort to get on base, though. Good play by the little guy. Ball is wrapped, oh my gosh, into the snagged, snagging glove of Hellerman. She instinctively jumps up and snatches that ball right out of the air. So no single for you, Mr. Worthington. Although he got good wood on it, but not high enough. There are quickly two outs again. And now Pete Wheeler at the plate. One ball, no strikes. And that one is high and outside ball two. Thirty pitches. Number 31 from Hellerman. As this one is low for ball three. So no strikes. Three balls. Nobody on base. Two out. And still a one nothing lead here. Top of the third inning. Hornets looking to extend this inning if they can. Insurance is always a good idea, whether it's in the case of runs or in the case of anything else. Three balls, one strike the pitch. Swung on his fouled, strike two. Good fastball there from Hellerman, but uh, Wheeler spoils that pitch. Count is now full. Can she get him to fly out or something here? The pitch is fouled. Once again, we'll do it one more time. Three balls, two strikes, base is empty. Wheeler looking to go one for two, or two for two rather. Swung on and missed. Strikeout number one for Hellerman. So we're done through half of three. We go to the bottom half. Omar Stefano waltzing to the plate. Johnson back to work. Strike one is in there. So, Ben, we, were, we had mentioned a potential pitcher's duel before, and it's so far living up to the hype. It is. Um, I'm getting what I, I signed up for, basically. A uh, clash of the pitching titans here. Deep into her, uh, yeah, I guess so. Deep into bottom of the inning number three here. Omar Stefano ponders why he is caught in the crossfire here as he swings his back out for strike three, and there is one out against the Diamondbacks. <laughs> Johnson's feeling pretty good at home against his former team, I would say. <laughs> oh, the irony. Laura Nunez takes strike one. It's her maiden plate appearance after seeing her comrade go down swinging. She looks a little bit trepidatious here at the plate. This one is fought off between third and the pitcher. That's a $20 Johnson word. Johnson feels it, throws to first. Good throw to get Nunez. Good play there, two away. Now back to the top of the order. Ricky Alexander Johnson tiptoes his way to the plate. He is not known for his bat. He is not terribly known for his legs, but he can pitch in a pinch. 
But that the torso area, that's where it's at. That is where it's at. <laughs> Bunch fell for strike two. Still no more broken windows after that first inning, eh? Not yet. All right. We have four. We have four. There. Up to four. There you go, Johnson striking out Johnson, and he meekly goes back to the dugout and says, I've had enough of this. <laughs> Strikeout number five for Randy Johnson, striking out Ricky Johnson. We go to the top of the fourth. Chipper Jones leads it off, one for one. He singled and scored back in... Actually, no, he did not score. He was uh, tagged out at third on his base running advancement, but uh, Wheeler scored. In any case, one nothing top four. Hornets lead it. Hellerman back to work. 35 pitches through three innings. One strikeout, no walks, no errors. Oh, just missed for ball three. That looked like a good pitch to me there, Ben, but uh, the umpire decided otherwise. Interesting call, but uh, they they do what they do for a good reason. Chipper Jones jumps on this one. This is whacked towards the shortstop, and she snags it out for out number one. Well played. Well played indeed. Escanseco now at the plate. He has the only RBI of the game with a single and an RBI. Driving in Wheeler back on the first, and that's been it so far. The pitch from Hellerman is in there for strike two. No stress and no sweat in her game. Not at all. It's good to see that from both sides, actually. Just deftly fencing, feeling each other out, and saying, well met. And they'll both have coffee and tea afterwards. Maybe some crumpets. Mmm, yes. crumpets. I actually, like her crumpets are gross. They're actually pretty good. They're kind of, they're kind of sort of like, especially if you toast them up, they have like a similar consistency to um, English muffins. Oh, okay. It's like I'm a fan of scones, but I don't know if I've ever tried a crumpet before. So they, there's a lot of air bubbles in uh, in crumpets as well. Okay. They're they're more they're more um, like almost spongy is the right word, but um, like lighter, flaky-ish. Yeah, lighter. Looks like here. Oh my gosh, what a diving play there by Omar Stefano in center field. He he caught it off his shoulder, falls down. As he falls to the ground, he juggled the ball and caught it for out number two. So Canseco is technically out on the line out. There are two outs and the bases are empty for Kenny Lofton. As the Diamondbacks defense, Ben, you had mentioned defense had to show up and it is showing up here today. Definitely so. That was a nice juggling act there in left field. And uh, speaking of left, this one's cranked, left and very foul. Uh, looks like off the top of the wooden fence, which is no small feat. Maybe a off smaller feat than the uh, Loch Ness pool there in left field. Yes, indeed. And as a result, off the top of the fence and through the uh, garden shed window, as that uh, is another broken window, and we're up to five for the day and 28 now for the season, do I recall correctly? 29. Nine. Oh boy. One more and we hit 30. Yes, this one sir. is shot to left field. Johnson on his horse and he makes the running grab, picking it up just before it kisses the tops of the grass blades. Defense showing up in force here. Johnson with a stellar play. We go to the bottom of the fourth. It is still one nothing Hornets and Johnson is back to work. Swing, not swung on. It was not swung on at all. It was it was gazed over with the eyeballs and decided not to swing. <laughs> 0 and 1. 
Winza fights this one toward third. Johnson and Jones coming over. Randy fields it, and he can't get a Bonza out. That's her second consecutive infield hit. Wow. She definitely knows how to use her speed well. Very good wow. play. Very good play. Barbara Jones is now trying to get the runner over any way she can. Swing and miss for strike one. Delvecchio instinctively snaps and jumps, snaps the ball and jumps up, ready to fire to first, but the runner stays put. The pitch to Jones. Swung on and missed. There goes the runner. Better throw this time. It's going to be close. And she still beats it out. My goodness gracious. Oh, dear. <laughs> two stolen bases and two attempts. No offense to Del Vecchio. That was, he timed it as well as he could have, but just too fast. Tony Del Vecchio, too. He's got to be... Jones swings and misses... I was going to say, go ahead. I was going to say, he's got to be hurting a little bit, just a bit in his soul right now, because he is the base stealer for the Red Hornets, but also the opposing catcher. So he's responsible, for the most part, for preventing that stuff from happening. And uh, what what a fantastic um, equal footing these two people have, and a great nod of respect <laughs> from him uh, as well, as he says, well... You're a little quick for me, so hats off to you. Mm -hmm. Isabel Morelli now at the plate. As uh, all Delvecchio could do there is just smile and shake his head. But no matter, here's there's one out and Johnson looking to finish off the batter here. Pitch swung on and hit right back to him. Oh, he caught it and tried to double off the runner, but unfortunately could not do so. As a very quick uh, backsliding decision there by the catcher, not doubled off and didn't trip over her shoes, so it was all good there. Karen Donato now at the plate. Two away, runner still on second, tying run over there. And she tries to steal third. Delvecchio says, no, 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 no. Oh, she's safe! How did she do that? <laughs> what? I thought he tagged her out! Oh, my stars! All right, then, well... The umpire said she's safe, and that is three stolen bases on three attempts. I am very surprised. She can go wherever she wants. That's scary. Apparently. I thought Jones had tagged her out, but nope. Donato trying to get the runner home and tie up this game. Oh, and she does so into shallow right field. Sally Dobbs gets it on a hop, throws to first, and... Oh, the run scores! We are tied! The runner is safe at first, and this ballgame is knotted at ones! Randy Johnson is a bit crestfallen on the mound, but... Wow, how about the gutsy plays there by the Diamondbacks to get back at this game? Great stuff from both sides. I knew there was a little trepidation, a little, just a slight bit of hesitation from Dobbs and Wright. Uh, nothing against her, though. I would have done the same in her position. And then directly fires to first in an attempt to nullify that sweet run to home plate. I will have to admit that was an amazing play by the Diamondbacks, and they have rightfully tied up this ball game here. Hey, Tony Delvecchio gets a gets a caught stealing finally. As the <laughs> runner tried to advance the second base, he's like, no, 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 you're, go back to the dugout. I got you. That will end... <laughs> The inning, but not before a curious turn of events as Johnson wheels this one foul. 
Diamondbacks got an infield hit by the catcher. Then they stole second. Then they stole third as a fireball comes screaming down the pipe for strike number two. Randy Johnson nods approvingly and digs himself back in. And then he takes a regular fastball, which looks timid by comparison. <laughs> and is tagged out, going to first base. So one away here. Hellerman's got to be gassed from throwing that fastball. We shall see. And there goes another one, as that one is inside for ball one. Trying a little bit too much here, it would seem, as she can't find the strike zone and will fairly expend a good chunk of stamina. As this ball is grounded... Over toward third. Third baseman fields. Throws to first. And it's over the first baseman's head and out of play. So that ball had a little too much heat on it. And our first baseman could not corral it. So now runner on second with one away. For Sally Dobbs, who was kicking herself for not being able to throw that runner out at first base and keep it at a one-run lead. But she'll see if she can rectify the situation here with her bat. Swaying and a miss for strike one. One ball, one strike. Runner on second, one out. One, one game. That's a lot of ones there for you. As Dobbs fouls this one off for strike two. Delvecchio safe at second because of the uh, one base overthrow. Errant throw by the catcher, or by the catcher, excuse me, by the third baseman. On that ground out. Ball too low. Hellerman approaching 60 pitches here. Pitch number 59 about to be thrown forth as this one is fouled again two balls two strikes tie ball game here folks we've got what we came for close game pitchers duel and another pitch fouled off there by Dobbs so Ben now the question is do you think Amanda Hellerman is going to stay deeper into the game or do you think this will be her last inning of work ah uh. That's a tough question. It's a very good one, too. Um, I know as much as you do how much effort those fireballs take, and we saw two in mm -hmm. two at-bats, which was a lot. Um, Well-deserved, but uh, I'm not sure if that was the wisest spread of your special plays there. As Hellerman picks up the ball, contemplates life, and throws to first wow. for an out. And that will end the there top of the fifth inning. Um, I would I would say this should be her last inning of work. And in the interest of consistency, the Diamondbacks should fall back on another pitcher for the end of the game. But I am not Amanda, and I am not her manager, so I can't make that call. But if I were in that position, that's the call I would make. Yep. I'd say, if nothing else, start the inning in the top of the sixth. And see, because she's been able to get ground balls very easily for the bulk of this game. And her infield being as good as they are, just let them do the work. So if she can get the ball in play, but just on the ground and in the infield, they should be fine. So I'd, I would, if I were in their position, I would go ahead and have the manager leave her in at least to start and see what happens. And then play it by ear. Have your other pitchers ready to go at a moment's notice. The first sign of trouble. Give them, give, give them the yank, give them the pull, and uh, get somebody else in there. That's fair. Jose yeah. Weisenheimer now at I the plate that. as uh, Hellerman 
struck out. Still calm as the column breeze brushes the tops of these dandelions here in first and uh, center field. Steer act number two on the inside corner, and Randy Johnson coolly walks back to the pitcher's mound and winds and fires once more. This one down the left side of the batter's box gets him swinging out for another strike out, and that will rack up eight strikeouts here for him this game. Omar Stefano. Steps up to the bag. Johnson plays a slow ball outside corner for Steerike one. Almost tauntingly, as if trying to urge the Diamondbacks into some retaliatory act. Almost daring them to get off their horse. Stefano swings inside corner for strike two. So Mike, this game is quiet, but eerily mm -hmm. so. We all know yes. how the Diamondbacks can do and how the Hornets have done for the last 10 games in a row. Mm -hmm. uh, these are both very capable very capable teams here. So interesting to see the um, sort of defiant tension now kind of arising between these two. Yes, indeed. And speaking of defiance, uh, Randy Johnson scowls down Stefano as he... Uh, Strikes him out and strikes out the side. Walks back to the dugout, fired up. Nine strikeouts for him now. As Worthington fouls off that pitch. One ball, one strike. Top of the six. It is still a tie game, but Randy Johnson's like, we're not, we're not giving up another run. I'm, I'm done with that. <laughs> Sailed that pony. <laughs> None shall pass. Hellerman fields this one. Flips over to first. Lobs it, and there's out number one. So again, ground balls. Nothing out of the infield. So far, Wellington yeah, may pretty well. Yeah, Wheeler might have a better chance at turning that around as he rips this one foul for another broken window. Ladies and gents, uh, that will make six for the game and thirty for the season, and we have oops, we have um, broken not only another window here but our record for most windows broken in a game. Our runners up were five, but uh, here in game eleven. We're breaking new ground here, as Pete breaking new ground breaks the breaking sound barrier with this fly ball. Caught, though, out number two, and Chipper Jones is at the plate. Top of the six here, Mike. It's the uh, last regulation time the Hornets can make their mark, and the last time the Diamondbacks in regular baseball can hopefully close it out. Yes, indeed. They get last wraps here in the bottom half of the sixth as Chipper Jones wraps this one towards short. Picked up off the grass tops, throws to first. It's going to be close, and Jones will beat it out. So a good infield hit there. The go-ahead run is on first, and Jose Canseco, no better man to have up here. Hellerman, 70 pitches, one strikeout, no walks. Runner aboard, and Canseco's ready to hit. Swings and moons this ball, moonshots this one foul. For strike one, he was looking to get it a two a two run deficit right off the bat, and a swing and a miss here as Hellerman seems to have found somewhat more of her stride. No balls, two strikes, two outs. Runner on first pitch, fouled away. Conseco hanging tough on that fastball. That was a good pitch. That was the one she wanted, and uh, Conseco, kudos to him for spoiling it. Pitch once more. 
Swung on this one is wrapped hard toward right field. Right fielder fields it, caught her by surprise a little bit on the hop, throws to second, and Jones will be safe. So now two runners aboard. Kenny Lofton at the plate with a chance to give the Hornets the lead once again. Hellerman sweating a little bit out there, but I think she might have it under control. Props to her for getting through the first two outs of the inning already. Not and what I'd expected to see. And through Jose Canseco, for that matter. Yikes. Indeed. This one has popped up and off the hands. Hellerman under it to put away the inning. There it is. So the Diamondbacks need one run. They need one run, and that would end this game. Laura Nunez leads it off. Ricky Johnson bats next, and then the catcher, Judy Abunza, after that. The pitch is hit toward Canseco. It glances off of his stomach. Johnson flips to first, and the ball is not caught. So Canseco kind of flubbed the exchange there, a bit rattled from being nailed in the gut with that line drive. He so fell backwards the from the impact, too. He did, yes. It was quite something. Johnson trying to pull the ball and swings and misses for strike one. Randy back on the mound. A little bit annoyed that there's a runner on first. This one has popped up toward Worthington. Oh no, he misplayed it entirely! And the ball goes into left field. Wheeler throws the second, and the runner is safe. There's two runners aboard. Oh, Ben, what is going on? <laughs> oh, all the defense and all the good... Good mechanics and fundamentals have just gone completely out the window for the last two batters. Well, I mean, it's easy for them to go out any window. They're all broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is true. Playing the infield in, this is an interesting strategy. They're trying to keep away from anything... Um, anything lazily doinked into the infield, try and get at least the lead runner at third. Yeah, this has not been a game of long ball, which is interesting here. Abunza will correct this. Here's infield. a ground ball. That's the pitch they wanted. Out at third, throw to second. Out there, double play. Huge, huge, huge defensive play there. Abunza safe at first. Barbara Jones now at the plate, and there's quickly, thankfully, two outs. Johnson looks around at his defense and gives a huge thumbs up to everybody there. This ball is hit in toward right field. Dobbs! Oh no! This ball goes all the way to the wall. She misplayed it entirely. Abuenza's going to come around. She is going to score. And I don't believe what I just saw. This ball game, I believe, is over. I think so too. <laughs> oh wait, not yet. The runner is trying to score. I don't understand. The game's already over. She's gotten a rundown. Not sure what's happening here. She's tagged out. But the runner scores, and the game is over, and the Hornets have lost for the first time this year on what can only be described as a complete and utter brain fart by the defensive side. <laughs> Couldn't put it better myself. The first two batters reached base. Judy Abunza grounded into a double play, but was safe at first. And then Sally Dobbs misplays the ball, hit to right field. It goes all the way to the wall. The run scores, and the Diamondbacks walk it off, and they go to 8-3. and three. The Hornets lose their first game of the year, and you've got to feel absolutely sick for Randy Johnson because he <laughs> pitched an unbelievably good game. 
He did. He was very consistent. Even though his middle name is consistent, this was almost perfection from him. And that is very high on the scale. So not for lacking at all in the pitching department and the defensive department, with the exception of that final half inning. I mean, both sides held really strong, but the Diamondbacks found a way to get the ball just between the outfielder and the sun and uh, was able to pull off the win because of their strategic, strategic brilliance. So that will do it for game number 11. Uh, Michael, any final thoughts on this one? Wow, just I'm I'm stunned at what we just saw here, Ben. That's like those five and a half innings of relatively clean baseball from the Hornets, and then the bottom half, the the defense just I don't know, man. Just wow. Just, I have games. no words. I I truly don't. Well, as you're collecting <laughs> your thoughts, uh, let's collect some stats from around the league. Summary for all games played in week number eleven. Alrighty, so as we just went over, the Hornets losing a tough one here. Um, Diamondbacks beat them 2-1 to one as uh, Amanda Hellerman gets the win. Mad props to her pitching the game of her life. Randy Johnson takes the tough luck loss. Emphasis on tough luck and loss. The Hornets now lose their first game of the year. They fall to 10-1. and one. They're still, We're still in the playoffs, but we'll see how that uh, shakes up the uh, playoff seeding once the season wraps up. We've got three more games to go. Continuing on, the Super Duper Fishes fall to the Florida Marlins 3-1. Marcellus Marks gets the win. Marlins go to 5-6. Fishes fall to 7-4. Alexis Weiss takes the loss. Wombats and Reds. The Reds come up with a 3-2 win over the Wombats. Uh, Clarice Reed gets the victory there. The Reds go to 6-5. The Wombats are just scuffling hard. They have lost another game. They have now only won a game for the entire year so far. They drop to 1-10. Nan Porter takes the loss there. Anaheim Angels win. They beat the Colorado Rockies by a score of 8-3. Tatiana Jackson with the victory. The Angels go to 6-5. The Rockies' Frankie Hawley takes the loss. They go to 3-8. Second line down, the Tampa Bay Rays, Devil Rays, Rays, those things, um, come, clo- <laughs> come up close but just a bit short as they uh, lose to the Expos and Francis Bluer 6-4. Uh, Expos get to seven and four on the season. Mikey Thomas and the Devil Rays fall to seven and four, as well. The Royals shut up and shut down the Houston Astros and pounded them in the process with a nine spot in the third inning and win their game handily, fourteen nothing. Con with the win for the Royals. Wendy Parsons takes the loss for the Astros. Royals are six and five, a game above five hundred. Astros fall a game below five hundred to five and six. Minnesota Twins lose to the Pittsburgh Pirates at a close affair. Uh, 3-2 is the final there. Vic Souffle takes the win for the Buccos. They go to 4-7. Leah Wayne takes the loss for the Twins as they dip below 500 to 5-6. Texas Rangers and San Francisco Giants. The Rangers lose a tight one on the road. Um, Kristen Sullivan gets the win for the Giants. It's a 2-1 victory for them. They go to 7-4. The Rangers' Pudge Rodriguez takes the loss. They drop down to 2 and nine. Rough year for them so far. Hopefully they can turn things around a little bit for morale reasons, if nothing else. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Blue Jays and Philadelphia Phillies in American League East matchup there. Or American, American League East versus National League East. Um, Kurt Schilling and the Phillies take the tough loss 4-3. Uh, to three. 
Uh, Mariana Roth gets the win there for the Blue Jays. They go to 6-5. and five. Kurt Schilling's Phillies fall to 6-5. and five. Indians and Monsters. Monsters win 4-1 to one in regulation there. Tiffany Bosworth picks up the win. They go to 6-5. and five. The Indians' Don Cozart takes the loss. They are now 5-6. and six. Seattle Mariners have lost another game, unfortunately, for them. Um, they blew a six or a, a five-run lead in the bottom of the sixth inning wow. as the... Oh, my goodness gracious. So the Mariners... So they were up, Ben, they were up 6-1, to one, and they lost 7-6. to six. <laughs> Crazy Bombers just letting it that all loose nuts. in the back half of the inning. Wow. Yep, so it would have been, it, what that would have been is that would have been, they got a run to tie it, or not a run to tie it, they got, um, good gracious. Yeah, no, you have a five-run lead, and then you get the one run, and then you score four more, and then, and then your lead is just gone. Oof. Yeah. So, uh, Ibrahim Mohammed takes the win for the Bombers. They go to four and seven. The Mariners. Ivan King takes the loss. They are five and six, and I believe they are potentially mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. I don't know. We'll see. Final game of the day: Baltimore Orioles and Blue Melonheads. Uh, Melonheads win five to two at home. They improve to eight and three and are one of the hottest teams in baseball here. Uh, Sophie Meyer picks up the win. And uh, the Orioles' Dominic Hoskins takes the loss. They fall to 3-8. and eight. Those are your news and notes from around the league, Ben. Uh, any final thoughts on the game that was today and uh, what you're looking forward, from our to, forward to from our boys and girls to try and bounce back here and uh, get back at the win column in our next game? Well, if I know the Hornets, um, especially their manager, I know they are not one to dwell on defeat unduly, but rather to, uh, you know, be sad about it in a good sense of the word, but then also learn from their mistakes as well. So they're going to have a a good talk uh, over ice cream. They have root beer floats today post-game, and they'll kind of discuss over the table uh, what they could have maybe done better, uh, where they fell short, and that is a definition of a champion's mindset, taking into consideration what happened and then improving upon it and analyzing it for the common good. So very good game all around for between the Red Hornets and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks take it away with a win. Um, one run will define everything there in game number 11 and definitely has. Uh, we got what we came for, Mike, with the pitching matchup. Randy Johnson versus Amanda Hellerman, who went all the way through the game. I am stunned and also impressed Hats off to everyone there. Both sides played very well, but in the end, Diamondbacks reigned supreme in game number 11. And uh, that's about all I have for here, Mike. Um, I'll hand the mic over to you to close her out. All right, sounds good. That's a good way to wrap it up as any there, Ben. Thank you again for being along for the ride here for game number 11. Even though it's our first loss, um, I think that uh, we should be able to bounce back. We're going back home, too, so that always helps the morale. Game number 12 next week. Um... Let's see here. So Hornets are home against the Montreal Expos as they roll into town. Uh, before we depart here and wrap things up, we're going to take a quick look at the um, playoff standings here. Uh, we'll start with the um, American League. So we'll start with the American League East. Uh, Fishes and Devil Rays tied at 7-4. and four. Uh, Blue Jays one game behind at 6-5. and five, And the Baltimore Orioles are 3-8. and eight. Uh, They're uh, four games behind. Uh, American League Central Royals have a one-game lead over the Twins and the Indians. Wombats are far behind at 1-10. Uh, and 10. 
our Hornets, who've already clinched the playoff spot and uh, the division crown as well. Um, so they've wrapped up the division. Angels might still be in the hunt. Mariners might still be in the hunt. Rangers are definitely out of it. Millenheads 8-3, one-game lead over the Expos, two-game lead over the Phillies, and three over the Marlins. Reds in the NL Central are in a dead heat tie with the Monsters. The Astros are nipping at their heels one game back, and the Pirates are only two games behind with three games to go in the season. That race is going to be wild to the finish, I assure you. Arizona Diamondbacks, having beaten our boys and girls, are now 8-3, and three, and they maintain their lead in the National League West by a game over the Giants. Uh, Four-game lead over the Bombers, five over the Rockies. In the wild card race, here's how this looks. So the Giants and Expos are tied at 7-4. Monsters and Phillies are 6-5 and in a game back. Astros and Marlins are still in it, two games back with three games to go. In the American League wild card, Devil Rays lead by a game over the Angels and Blue Jays. Uh, the Mariners are still technically in it, Ben, two games behind at 5-6, and six, but they need a lot of things to go right. Uh, for both them and the Twins and also the Indians, too. But the Mariners trying to fight their way in. We'll see what happens there. Tight races to the very end. Very excited to see what will happen in the last three games. Thank you again, Ben. As always, love having you here in the booth and uh, doing this thing as always. We'll do it again here next week, um, pending any scheduling issues. Uh, thank you again uh, from to all you folks out there listening to us. Uh, find us on Red Circle, redcircle.com slash throwbacksportsproductions. Um, go ahead and look us up there. You can find us on all your favorite podcasting avenues there. Uh, Stitcher, Apple, Google. Uh, ben, are we on RSS as well? I don't remember. Um, yeah, RSS is the base service, and then that gets distributed to all the other platforms. So we are there too. Yep. Yes, indeed. So hit us up uh, wherever you like your podcast, and we're also on Spotify. So go ahead and uh, check us out there. But anyway, uh, we love the support. We love the... Um, Love the love the uh, listens, and uh, we appreciate it very much. We'll keep doing this for as long as we can. Uh, from my good buddy, brother, co-host Ben Schultz here, uh, from every, from us here in the booth, and from all of us at Throwback Sports Productions, thank you so much for going ahead and uh, tuning us in here. Um, happy to have you along for the ride, and uh, we're looking forward to what the rest of the season holds. We'll get to the postseason once we get there, and um, keep having fun along the way. Thanks again. Have an awesome rest of your weekend. If you had snow anywhere, drive safe. Be careful on the roads. Watch out for stupid people. And uh, just take care of yourselves overall. We'll see you again next week. God bless. Goodbye, everybody.